100% of our anxiety comes from the stories we tell ourselves about things that have happened to us. It comes from what we make those things mean. So the next time you're feeling overwhelmed, ask yourself, what am I making this mean? How is that story contributing to my overwhelm? And then you can ask yourself, what's a more empowering story I could tell myself instead? Welcome to Is This Salt or Is, the podcast for high-achieving women who have checked all the boxes of success and are left feeling overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and stuck. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ryan Fear, and in each episode, we'll use principles of cognitive psychology, feminist theory, and expert mindset coaching to help you build the confidence and clarity you need to accomplish whatever it is you want, even if you don't yet know what that is. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Is This All There Is, the podcast for high-achieving women who are ready to stop feeling overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and anxious so they can create success on their own terms. I am Dr. Amanda Ryan Fear, and you know how life can feel overwhelming sometimes, like you're just running from thing to thing without ever getting anything done? Well, I help women overcome that feeling so they have more time to do what they want, whether it's spend time with loved ones, take care of themselves, or just do something because it has it sounds fun, like lying on the couch reading a book without guilt. So if those things sound good to you, you, my friends, are in the right place, especially today. So at episode 48, we are talking all about holiday stress and how to overcome it. So we are smack dab in the holiday season. I don't know how it got to be December already, but I've been saying that all year about whatever month it's in. So that seems to be how this year is going for me. But seriously, December, how did that happen? This time of year can be stressful for so many reasons. If you have lost a loved one and this is your first holiday season without them, or even your 40th holiday season without them, that can be really difficult. It can be difficult keeping up with all of the additional chores of going to holiday parties or maybe hosting holiday parties. If you have small children or really any children, making holidays perfect for them, plus keeping on top of everything at work so that nothing falls by the wayside. If any of that resonates with you, I have some solutions. The holidays can be a really stressful time, especially if you're a high-achieving woman, so I want to take some time to share with you some quick tips for managing holidays. The good news is these tips can be used any time of the year to help you feel less anxious, more calm, less overwhelmed, and more in control. So the first thing is decide what you're willing to let go of. I am all about embracing getting a C plus. I know you've gotten where you are today by doing really well in school, checking all of the boxes, getting everything done on time, and generally doing A plus student work. And unfortunately, that's not how it works to be successful. As I'm sure you've discovered, in the world outside of school, A-plus work can just hold you back because you're spending so much time and energy on getting everything right that you don't take the time to ask yourself, but am I working on the right things? So if your goal is to be a busy worker bee, by all means, keep going for the A-plus strategies. But if you're ready to make some change in your life and actually make an impact in the world, 
you need to think about what to let go. Also, to preserve your own sanity, you need to think about what to let go of. So I have had multiple clients over the years who have had small children who want to make everything perfect for their kids. They want to carry on family traditions that they have had. They want to create new family traditions. They want to make sure everything is decorated just so. And by the time they come to me, they are exhausted because that is nearly an impossible job. Or if you have aging parents, perhaps you are over overextending yourself trying to make the holidays perfect because it might be your last holiday with them. And I have been there too. So think about, I'm not saying don't try to make the holidays as lovely as possible, but as you know, perfect doesn't exist. Perfection doesn't exist. And especially when you're a human and you're interacting with other humans, something tends to go sideways. Whether your kid has a meltdown on the way to grandma's house to open presents and totally messes up their new beautiful dress, or whether you get sick and you just can't get out of bed, or someone at a party that you're hosting makes an inappropriate comment and then you need to deal with that. Human life is messy. Being a human is messy. And my best advice to you for that is instead of resisting the mess, which is where a lot of our discomfort and pain comes from by saying that things shouldn't be how they are, how can you embrace the mess a little bit more? How can you go for the C plus? When I was writing my dissertation, my dissertation advisor used to always say from day one, a done dissertation is better than a perfect dissertation. And that's so true. And I'm sure you've heard the phrase done is better than perfect. I want you to think about how can you, how can you start to employ that in your life, whether it's at work or it's at home or if it's with anything else. It's time to start letting the A plus and the idea of perfection go by the wayside because all that's going to do is sap your energy. And if that's hard, then maybe pick one thing this holiday season you want to be just perfect. That can be how you decorate your tree. If you celebrate Christmas and get a tree, that could be a project you're working on at work that you want to make sure gets your full attention and then everything else can fall by the wayside. So if you can only do one thing, quote unquote, perfectly, what would that be? And how can you make your peace with everything else being just a little bit messy? Because I know you're striving to have everything be A plus work, having everything be perfect, but that is just going to exhaust you. Okay, tip number two. For every situation that happens, there are the facts of the situation, and then there are the stories we tell ourselves about those facts. So this is a tool that you can use just like the first one, not only during the holiday season, but throughout your whole life. This is something that's really helped me calm my anxiety because so much of our anxiety, actually, I would say 100% of our anxiety comes from the stories we tell ourselves about things that have happened to us. It comes from what we make those things mean. So manage your thinking, manage the stories that you tell yourself about the facts. For example, perhaps you were planning on going out and running some errands after work one day and your boss says, 
that she needs to have a specific report on her desk in 24 hours. And so the facts of the situation are just that you were planning on going out and running some holiday errands. Your boss came by your desk and said, I need to have the TBS report, if you've ever seen Office Space, the TBS report on my desk in the ne next 24 hours. And suddenly you realize you're not going to be able to run those errands in order to get the report there on time. So those are the facts of the situation. The stories that you tell yourself could be anything from, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's doing this to me. Doesn't she know I have things to do? You know, you could go into victim mode or things like this always happen to me. I can never get on top of things. Now I don't have time to run my errands. I don't have time to do what I want to do. All of those thoughts, all of those stories are just going to create a feeling of overwhelm. So be really on to your brain. If something happens and then you feel stressed and overwhelmed, ask yourself, what was I just thinking? What was the story I was just telling myself? And what I want you to know is that all of our stories are 100% optional. I get more in-depth in this in a variety of trainings that I do, both free and for page coaching clients. But for the purposes of this podcast, I want you to get really curious about what the stories are that you're telling yourself. So the next time you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling anxious, ask yourself, what was I just thinking? What was I just telling myself? This is a skill that you can develop. And once you become aware of these thoughts and these stories that you're telling yourself, you'll start to notice patterns. For example, a pattern I had for a really long time that was creating a ton of overwhelm for me was, I don't have enough time to do everything I need to do. That might be a very familiar story for you, right? I don't have enough time to do everything that I need to do. That's just a story. That doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean that you've sat down to do the math on your calendar and figure out what can you actually squeeze in, right? Because I was telling myself that story, I don't have enough time to do everything I need to do without actually sitting down, making a to-do list, picking out the things that I could do reasonably each week and putting them on my calendar. Because what gets scheduled gets done. Otherwise, it just lives in the ether of your head, causing you stress. So ask yourself, what are the stories am I telling myself? What am I making this mean? How is that story contributing to my overwhelm? And that starts to give you a little bit of space, a little bit of breathing room. And then you can ask yourself, what's a more empowering story I could tell myself instead? It could be a story that worked really well for me was, I have enough time to get the important things done. I have the tools I need to get the important things done. If you are looking for help managing your to-do list and your to-dos each day, I'll put a plug in for my free to-do list overhaul tool. It's all about how you don't actually need another time management system. We tend to think that if only I could manage my time better, I'd get more done. What you actually need to do is manage your energy. And once you learn how to efficiently manage your energy, you'll find that you can get so much more done without feeling exhausted at the end of the day and actually feel energized or at least just not like you've been beat up and get more time back for yourself at the end of each day. So I will put a link for my to-do list overhaul tool. It's totally free. It's a worksheet you can do in half an hour and the skills that you learn will last you for the rest of your life to help you stop procrastinating and stop feeling so overwhelmed like you can't do everything that there is that you need to do. So 
Managing your thinking, managing the stories that your brain is telling yourself is one of the most important skills that you will ever learn, along with a variety of other things I've just said. <laughs> but it's amazing how our brains just react to things and we don't even question it. And then we feel overwhelmed, we feel stressed, we feel anxious, and we think it's the thing that happened to us. In this case, the example of your boss saying she needed the report in 24 hours. We think it's the thing that's things that happen to us that cause our stress, but really it's what we're making it, the things mean. It's the stories we're telling ourselves. Okay, third tip, third and final tip. A lot of you come to me saying, I just want to be more present in my life. And I know that's especially true during the holidays. We tend to think that we need to make these like picture-perfect moments with our families during the holidays, and we put so much pressure on ourselves. And so we're always worrying about what just happened, what's currently happening, and what's going to happen in the future. So anxiety is failing in advance. That's basically all it is. It's worrying about failing in advance. So this feeling of anxiety you get, this feeling of worry that you get, is anticipating that things in the future are going to go wrong. But the more that you can stay present, the less anxious you'll feel because you're no longer thinking five steps ahead. And trust me, friends, this is a long-term goal. I know that a lot of the reason you've had so much success is your ability to plan five steps ahead and plan for the worst-case scenario and think what could go horribly wrong. But I'm asking you to suspend disbelief just a little bit and think that if you want to be more present, ask yourself, why do I want to be more present? And start developing practices that help you become more present so that you realize you don't actually have to think five steps ahead because when you're fully present, you're able to, I don't want to say react because that's not necessarily the right term, but you're able to move with whatever obstacles come up. You're able to handle whatever obstacles come up in the moment because you're not thinking five steps ahead. Your brain is poised to deal with whatever is happening while it's happening. Okay, so what I want to say about that is there are several tools you can use to train your brain to be more present. And this, this will take some doing. This is a muscle you need to develop because you've spent your whole life thinking in the future and planning for the future. That in order to be fully present, you have to actively train your brain. Actually, all of these tools that I've given you, you have to actively train your brain. That's the work that I do with people is helping them train their brain to get more of what they want. So one of the tools that you can use to be more present is activate your five senses. So instead of just running around in your head and ruminate, take a pause. Notice that you're ruminating. Notice that you're worrying about the future. And ask yourself to go through what you notice in each of your five senses. So what do I see right now? And really ask yourself, what are the things that I see? Because we tend to get this tunnel vision when we're feeling anxious. We just see the thing in front of us or don't even notice it. So what is it that I see? I see my computer screen. I see my podcast mic. I see the software that's recording. And I see the I don't know what the word is for it, the, the record of my voice on, on the computer screen. I see my office. I see the purple hippo that my daughter put on my desk because she doesn't want it in her room anymore. What is it that I smell? What are all the sensations? 
what what are all the things that I smell right now? What do I feel? Am I touching anything? Right now I'm touching my mouse clicker. If you're outside, do you feel a breeze on your face? What do you hear? What are the noises that you hear? I hear my daughter getting ready for school in the bathroom next door. I hear the horses outside, wondering where their breakfast is because I'm recording this in the morning. What are the things that you hear? Can you taste anything? Maybe you just had a sip of coffee and you can taste that in your mouth. So use your five senses to really root in and notice what you're experiencing in the moment. Another thing you can do to get present is if you don't mind doing this in front of other people, or if you can take a moment to be by yourself, close your eyes. Take a big deep breath in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. And as you exhale through your mouth, imagine any worries, any tension, any stress coming out of your mouth. And you might need to do this a few times and then open your eyes. That can help you to be more present. There are all sorts of different sensory tools you can use to help you to be more present. To remind yourself to be more present, there are a few things that I like to do. I have reminders on my phone. I have alarms on my phone that go off every few hours. They just pop up a message that says, be present. You could decide what message it is that works for you. Like, are you present right now? Get present. <laughs> be here now. Whatever works the best for you. Those reminders can be super helpful as you're going throughout your day, putting out fires and reacting to things, taking a moment to be present. And then over time, your brain will develop this on its own. These are all skills that your brain, once you train your brain to do them, it will start doing it on its own because you've changed the way your neural pathways are working, which is pretty cool. You could also put sticky notes on your computer. I'm a super big fan of the sticky notes on the computer. Whenever I have a word I want to remember or a, a new thought that I'm practicing, I put it on a sticky note and slap it on my computer. Going back through the three simple tips that I taught you to feel less overwhelmed during the holiday season and really throughout the year. Um, the first tip was to decide what you can let go of. Embrace the C+. You don't have to get an A+, anymore at everything. You can still be a high-achieving person with a C-plus average. That's still above average. <laughs> you don't have to go for perfect for everything because all that does is sap your energy. And if that's too uncomfortable for you, pick one or two things to go for the A-plus for and train yourself to be okay with not getting an A plus at everything because you're already not, right? Like you already feel like you're failing at everything. So let's embrace the mess of being a human a little bit more and be okay with not striving for perfection. The second tip was to be aware of the stories you're telling yourself. If you're feeling anxious, you're feeling overwhelmed, ask yourself, what was I just thinking? What was the story I was just telling yourself? And learn that the stories you tell yourself, even though they feel really true because you have been thinking them for decades, they're not true. They're all made up. All of our thoughts are made up. All of our stories are made up. There's nowhere where it's written in stone. I do not have enough time to get all the things I need to do done. So let's work on getting rid of that thought and coming up with a more empowering thought if they're all optional anyway. Why not choose something more empowering? And then finally, being more present. And I gave you a couple of strategies for being more present, but really it's reminding yourself throughout the day, come back, 
come back, <laughs> come back. Because really, in the present, you're fine. You're fine. You're safe. Your needs are met. I'm assuming that if you're not in imminent danger, in that moment, you're safe. And it's reminding your brain, calming your brain. Because anxiety is really your brain freaking out that something horrible is going to happen around the next corner. And the more you can remind your brain that you're safe and you're okay, the better life gets, the more time and energy you have. So speaking of energy, going to remind you of the free tool that I've developed, the to-do list overhaul, where it's a worksheet and you simply go through your to-do list in terms of energy management rather than time management in a simple way. And you will learn so quickly how managing your energy is the key to stop procrastinating, get more things done each day, don't feel so exhausted at the end of the day, and actually get time back for what matters the most to you, which can be a gift in and of itself, especially this time of year, right, where our bodies just want to hibernate. What would you do with an extra hour each day? You're not allowed to do, well, I mean, you can decide what to do with your extra hour, but I would advise taking that for something that's really meaningful for you whether that is spending time with your family or taking a nap, something that's good for you. I'm not a fan of the term self-care for so many reasons. That's a, probably a topic for another podcast. But how can you use that extra hour in a way that feels amazing to you? So I will put a link to the to-do list overhaul worksheet in the bio. And I hope that you are doing well and we will chat later. If you found this podcast helpful, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And go ahead and send it to a friend while you're at it. Thank you. My mission in life is to liberate women from the limiting beliefs that are holding them back from living their fullest, most joyful lives. If you'd like to learn more about my work, check out my website at www.amandaryanfear.com. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-R-Y-A-N. F-E-A-R.com, where you can find links to join my free private Facebook group and learn more about working with me.